wise guys say, uh, rest in peace, Young Dolph. Young Dolph is one of the things that kind of catapulted the uh, Not With The Hype podcast at the start. I believe the, the podcast was, I can't remember what the name was, but Young Dolph sponsored that entire L.A. trip. That's when I was introduced to Young Dolph. Uh, that's when I started. He became one of my favorite artists. Rest in peace to Adolph, real one, one of the great, one of the legends, one of the legends. I'm really sad about this. Can't make the podcast, but I, I hope this clip can somehow be referenced somehow when you uh, salute my dog, Young Dolph. Rest in peace. Hey, 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 hey. Not with the hype, the hype, the hype. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Whatever you do, just make sure you get paid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Crib so big that it came with a maid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Rule number one, get the money first. Okay. Rule number two, what? don't forget to get the money. Play by these rules and everything will be okay. Yep. Still in my trap, flipping my Frito legs. Hey. Go get the money, it ain't nothing that's important to me. Nah. I showed her a Xanax, she hurry up and took it. Ooh. I fucked her so good, she got up and started cooking. Damn. Rolling up big blunts out a pound of cookies. If you ain't got 40 bands, then you can't book me. Nope. Pull up on the side, your bitch, you wouldn't stop looking. Yeah. That bitch good as took it, yep. good as gone. gone. I guarantee the night my nigga, that bitch ain't coming home. I got money to count, no I got bitches to fuck, yep. got packs to flip, pistols <laughs> to bust. Fuck. When I was small, I ain't had nothing. Damn. Started selling dope and prayed to God for a plug. He showed up and said, Get paid, young nigga. Get paid, young nigga. Get paid. Whatever you do, just make sure you get paid. I've been smoking weed before the fifth grade. What? It's a man's world. Yeah. Bitch, stay in your place. Shitting on your favorite rapper did it by mistake. Excuse me. Went and got a mansion. What else? Went and got a maid. Yeah. Now, I ain't got a deal, uh-uh. but I got a race. I call my clientele. For what? I'm sorry for the wait. Hello? All these pounds in my trap house feel like I'm out of shape. <laughs> these bitches love me, man. Oh. I'm drinking muddy, man. Drop man. a four in the ginger ale, it tastes like bubbly, man. Young nigga hit a lick, now you can't tell me nothing. Pull it back, pull it back. Got so the camera shifted. I don't get mad, nah. I just get paid. Smelling like a pound, walking in the bank. I been smoking weed before the fifth grade. This a man's world, bitch. Stay in your place. Shitting on your favorite rapper did it by mistake. Excuse me. Went and got a mansion. What else? Went and got a maid. Nah, I ain't got a deal. Uh But I got a race. I call my clientele. I gotta play three songs because I'm still like surprised. I'm trying to feel like I'm out of shape. These bitches love me, man. I'm drinking muddy, man. Drop a four in the ginger ale. It tastes like bubbly, man. Young nigga hit a lick. Now you can't tell me nothing, man. Pulled up in the Porsche, pulled off in the race, pulled up in the Porsche, pulled off in the race, pulled up real niggas make the world go around, hey, hey, real niggas make the world go around.
Thank you for joining yeah, us. Man. Problem, yeah, man. Problem, man. You had to come through. Never. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, I don't feel that shit. I spent a dub on a fit. Hey, come get your girl on my dick. My shooting guards don't miss. I just pulled up. Not with the high. The high. Little bitch, I got shit to do. I just pour codeine in my cranberry apple. Put a millet on me, flying a rim. Malibu. Too much ice, ridiculous. We do what we want to get dig. My boots and my jacket, you bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes. Man, yes. Man, 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 man. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. That shit was there. RP Dolph, obviously, but holy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that guy is. Yeah, I'm so happy he owns all his music because I have no yeah. qualms with playing Dolph at ignorant mm-hmm. levels all day, all night for the next who knows how long. For real. Wild man. For real. It's so bad, but I'm actually looking forward to like the unreleased tracks. It's it's like I don't know why I'm already thinking about it, but like I'm I'm really looking forward to it. But well, the thing is with Dolph, out, I knew he was yeah. working. He's always working, and yeah, like, always before he passed, I was already excited for that, and I was actually happy yeah. that he kind of uh, he was um, heading towards a direction that was supporting the next generation of next wave of artists. His last mm-hmm. project that he put together, Paper Out Illuminati, had a bunch of other artists that he was um, trying to promote. Right, Similar right. to like, you know, back in the day when 50 was like, all right, it's Gina's turn. Like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's doing that type of shit. So I, I was really excited to see that and seeing where he went. But uh, definitely the most tragic news we could possibly hear about this dude. Um, let me intro this pod because it's going we'll to be it. and then we're going to get into yeah. everything. to take t- take that shit take like, that you know, just, yeah. yeah do something with it let's do, do it some crazy shit with it that's mm, but until wow. then we'll just have we'll have people come in and guest freestyle even the ones that have no business doing it um, but, <laughs> we, uh, we've already done that ourselves we do that every yeah. time <laughs> all the time ourselves yeah. we're not qualified yeah. nah <laughs> everybody hated my singing or loved it <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah we gotta talk about that we gotta talk about that one you're that a singer was... yeah that was that was difficult oh, so my man was to. off beat the whole time. Oh my bro. gosh. No, it wasn't my fault. It's because when you record, there's a little lag because your internet's a little bit. Ah. So you know that's that's uh, where that happened. Otherwise, uh, I was on beat on rhythm. You were moving with me. That's why you didn't say nothing while I was recording. No, right? no, 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 no. Okay. That's not why. That's not why. Why? 
I just thought it was better if I don't say nothing to let you look like a fool. Oh my God, you're an idiot. Man, them, man, them. It's not with a hype thing. Thing. A war. A war. The world generous speaking. What's good? What's good? Welcome, sir. And um, welcome back, Mr. Brampton uh, Brandon. Brampton's finest. 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 An honor, an honor to be in your presence, gentlemen. <laughs> we had to have you. Uh, I, yes, it was sir. a late night chat. Um, and of course, yeah. it's Shop like Shaq. You wish um, you. Yeah. you. So, last night, you messaged me and like, it was like 1230 Eastern time or some shit like that. And you were up. Uh, Dolph was on your mind, I guess. And you sent that voice note. I didn't like, I listened to it all, but I, I guess I was like, also like, it was loud. I literally played you on the speakers because I was bumping golf while whatever. So I was like, right. Wow. I didn't hear the tail end where you're like, yo, listen, I can't make the pop, but like, I want this to be played out there. Like a reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, I didn't even hear that part, but I was like, I definitely want to have you on the pod. I um, also, the same way at the beginning where you said there were the, the origin of our podcast is tied to young Dolph, Dolph period. Absolutely. Yeah. That was <laughs> um Dolph Cove. You know, yeah, you yeah. mentioned that you know it was uh yeah, we had a whole episode Dolph Cove, yeah, because he dropped the mixtape and yeah, you right. guys was we we basically started we wanted to do our own Dolph Hive and you know because mm-hmm. he's a dolphin, we said the cove. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, we, yeah, we if for the for those that don't know, let me contextualize everything. What was it like three years ago now? Three years Mandem Anonymous. Mandem Man, Anonymous. That was the name. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Three years ago, Mandem Anonymous, uh, what this podcast has turned into, not with the hype. Um, we basically started podcasting off of like just pre-drinks before we would go out. We're just going to pre-drink and record some nonsense. And um, I don't know if this is something we're going to do, but it's fun. And um, we ended up going to and booking tickets to go see Young Dolph uh, while we were out in L.A., um uh, in Santa Ana which is like a I think it was an hour and change away from LA and um we got there got to the Airbnb we got dressed and found out that uh Dolph uh <laughs> the show was canceled <laughs> we never actually got to see young Dolph never actually got to go like we potted as yeah. we were getting ready to go yeah. out yeah so we were excited we were playing young Dolph we were talking young Dolph uh, you know, I was excited because I'm like, I don't think he's ever going to make it across our border. And I don't want to go to Memphis to watch this show. Right. And um, it didn't it didn't happen. But, you know, it, it did birth our podcast and was, uh, you know, he was the source of a lot of the the great conversations we had. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that you made those similar. You you you, you acknowledge those uh, those mm-hmm. um, those facts. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember even when we went back into the uh, the airport trying to get back into Canada, they thought my recording equipment was like a heater. You know, I remember <laughs> I got I put my hands up and whatnot. But yeah, the entire the entire trip was it was amazing. But uh, I remember waking up, you know, literally waking up, and then you know, Kushana Yacht was playing. Yeah. Going to bed, Kushana Yacht is playing. Dolph was just playing the entire day, the entire time. Yeah. Shout out to Jerron as well too, and that was yeah. kind of what you know, what started a lot. I think. Irk and Jerk was part of it too. There's a lot of components to like the start of Madden Anonymous. But yeah, yeah, that was definitely a great time. But yeah, man, that's when you put me on Dolph and you became one of my favorite artists after that. Like literally one of my yeah. favorite artists. And then we had, um, I think it was a few episodes in when we turned Madden Anonymous into nah, the hype. hype. It might've yeah. been like, literally, I think in my head, I can see 
the the, the artwork. It's episode I, I four. That, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's four. early. It was early. <laughs> yeah. And Patrick yeah. had joined us by then. Yeah. I don't know if you knew Dolph at all. I had you? no idea. No. So it wasn't until <laughs> like honestly, honestly, like you guys put me on, obviously, to it, but because you guys talked about it in LA, like you know, we we had our group chat going, we were messaging, whatever. I'm like, young Dolph, whatever. And then you guys come back, mm. you're playing the music. And I'm like, oh, yo, this is fire. Like, how have I not heard of this guy? You know what I mean? And so yeah. that whole time, it was like education for me. It was like going to school. Like, I'm getting schooled on Young Dolph and like. That's because like new gym music. Yes. Yo, <laughs> yo honestly, yes. honestly. So for a minute, <laughs> yeah. I was bumping that in the gym. And um, yeah. right now, as I reflect, like, I'm definitely going to have to go back and, and go back to his discography. He has a lot of music. Oh, so like he put a lot. Like. You know how Gucci put out a lot of music, not at that level, but like yeah. he was heading towards that kind of clip mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, how how much amount of music that uh, the amount of music that he was doing. But, not uh, to mention, go for not it. to mention on that trip as well too. Uh, you know, we're playing X as well. So X was really big back then. Of course, him mm-hmm. and Trippy Red when Trippy Red had the track with Travis Scott. Like I can listen to yeah. the playlist yeah. that I think Malik or you you created, and that was that put me on the word, Dolph. Word. Rest in peace to X and Dolph right now, man. So. Young Dolph passed away a few days. It might be just two days now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just a couple happened. of days ago. Yeah, we um, I was I was just working. Uh, Malik walks into the room with his face just like home alone, like hands at his mouth. Yeah. It's like, and he's like, he didn't say nothing other than Dolph. I was like, it's like no, it's like, yeah. I was like in L.A. because I feel like he like. He had probably like he got shot at in LA. Yeah, got yeah. shot in LA. I'm pretty sure also. So I was like, he must have came in LA. I don't know. In his hometown, outside of the uh, this this plaza, just getting some cookies. Uh, inside, actually. Was he inside the actual He's establishment? Inside. Yeah, the reports are saying he was inside the cookie shop or inside the the shop there. And then, um, so he, he yeah, that happened inside a cookie shop. He he was seen a week ago. Like I think it's, they recorded him getting his cookies, supporting that that um, independent business. And um, yeah, it, it just it's it's tragic that you get killed in your own city, and that's just been a narrative oftentimes with a lot of the rappers. Yeah, which is yeah, it's, it's, it's wild, man. It's kind of reminiscent of uh, Nip, right? Like when we yeah. think about it, like you know, Nip being in his block on the area where, you know, he's supporting small businesses just like this. You know what I mean? So instantly when I heard about it and like I went on Twitter and I'm seeing all the res- the reaction, like it's crazy how you see the stuff in live time now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's literally where my mind was. I'm like, man, not another one, not another yeah. artist gone like this, you know? Yeah. 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 It's really wild. When I heard that, I, was just, I couldn't believe it, honestly, because he's putting on you know guys like Key Glock, like Young Unking Paper, Paper Out Illuminati. Uh, Rich Slade just came out like last year or the year before, right? Like he was just on his way of continuing to kind he was of grow and great. Yeah, he was getting amazing, man. And yeah, it's just, it's just it's super sad. And it's kind of it just really hurts my heart when you see another brother, like another black man, losing his life way too early, right? Yeah. Above all, right. So that's kind of the, the really sad part of it. So um, I I did see a, a really um powerful clip to me um because it, it, this woman it was just she was interviewed right outside of the of the scene um and she was basically telling it how it was giving you a little bit more um memphis context because apparently there it seems like there was some gun laws passed where people can like open carry guns any and like you know they can everybody can have a pistol basically type shit yeah. and like what this really does to that community let me play that clip real quick for y'all 
the, the, the tragic news, how, did, how does that, how do you feel? Um, I'm hurt. I'm sad. I don't want to live in Memphis anymore. I, I actually live in, around this neighborhood. So this is very common to me. When whoever in Tennessee passed that gun law to let everybody carry a pistol, if you, I'm, I'm pretty sure you, you cover mur murders every single solitary night. Am I lying? You do, right? I every do. day. Okay, so who passed that law to let these kids come around and carry guns every day? Open. And just to know, this 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 superstar, this superstar that helped millions of people, that gave millions of dollars, that helped us, that come can come to Memphis on airways in his car and buy a pack of cookies without being shot and killed to death. And this is this is happening to regular people, let alone even though he's a regular person, even though he's a mega superstar. So how does that make? the regular citizens feel. We, we have no protection, not from the police. I'm sorry, I know that this is the news or whatever, but we don't have no protection from them because they pull us over for drive-out tags. You know, it's the law now that African-Americans can carry guns and, you know, they, they, they made that law so that we can kill each other. That's what it's, 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 it's population control. What do you think? This is going to grow into right. This here. is going to grow into something even more. This is not going. This is not the end. Wow. This is not the end. Wow. This is going to. This is going to cause a, a slew of retaliations. And like so, like shortly, not so. The next day, yeah. they had a memorial at the same place, and apparently somebody got shot out there. So the retaliation has already started. Oh man. Damn, bro. <sighs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, something that resonated with me a lot is I listened to Charlamagne the God's Donkey of the Day, and he was giving the Donkey of the Day the guys that killed Dolph. And he mm -hmm. kind of said that something resonated with him uh, from a talk with Swiss Beats. He said, as black people, we're in this big group project. And it's not fair, but we're in a group project, right? If, we, if someone's praised, you know, we all give you a praise. We're all really happy that someone's you know, doing really well. And if mm -hmm. someone does something very bad, or you know, if there's a certain group that gets killed, whatever it may be, like we, it, it looks really bad in us. It's not fair. To be mm -hmm. judged, you know, yeah, yeah, as yeah. a group, but that's just the reality of what it is yeah. as black people, right? So yeah. that really resonated with me, and it's just like it's just it's got to stop, man. I don't know. It, 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 this is why I preach therapy. This is why I preach like these people have trauma that is not has not been dealt with. It's, it's just extremely sad, man. I mean, people need help. It, it, it's it's devastating for me too, man. Because like I think about it, and not even yes, the Dolph situation for sure. I mean, that's what we're talking about, but the gun violence and the senselessness of it literally hit home for me like two weeks ago. And mm -hmm. I don't think I, I've shared that with you guys. Um, but literally one of my childhood friends lost her brother to mm -hmm. a drive-by shooting in my neighborhood, like a couple weeks ago. And this is a dude who literally small business owner ran his own tattoo shop, was doing everything the right way by the books and was shot and killed outside his home. And we were having the same conversation, literally just saying like, it's so senseless. It doesn't make any sense why we're killing each other and like why these young guys are going out there with these guns. Like, what are you trying to prove? Like, I don't, I just don't, I can't make sense of it. I think sometimes it's just micro level thinking. It, it just you doesn't don't, make you any don't. sense. I think I say I say it's micro level thinking because the way that this woman was speaking about how like it's popular, it's a form of population control. There's a lot of subtext when some of these yeah. laws and bills get passed where it's like 
we're doing this so that everybody can be safe and protect themselves. But realistically, you know what you're doing. Yeah. And the subtext there is like, okay, we get, we let everybody have one, you know, who's really going to be the communities that are really going to be using this shit. The marginalized brown ones, yeah, marginalized yeah. ones. Yep. And that's where people don't realize that they're unknowingly part of the system. They're part of yeah. like, you know, the, the, the way that the, the whole monopoly game has been set up. They're, they're just playing their role. They don't realize that guy who killed, whoever killed Dolph, doesn't yeah. know that they're just playing their part in this in this this greater game that has nothing to do with them other than the fact that they're just a pawn that's it enforcing some shit that was 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 basically um somebody was hoping that somebody would fill that role so yeah. and and then you get the retaliation right after it which is all still going part into of that cycle. Yeah, exactly going back right back into it it's, it's crazy yeah. man and now yeah, someone's got it no go ahead man no, I was just gonna say, like, and now there's like I think he has two kids. He's who got two now have no father. They're going they're gonna grow up without a father figure. You know what I mean? And that's just devastating to the whole like, family. He so and it, like it was really devastating for a lot of reasons. Like, yeah, Dolph was a guy that made it from nothing. He, he you know, he he used to do who know who knows what. Yeah. But he's always preached like independence, do it yourself, yeah. give back. He's been given back to his family, his community, to people he doesn't know. I love that story about um, the the Duke University campus, Starbucks, mm. where these employees were um, playing young Dolph uh, in, in the shop. I'm pretty sure they were playing while it was closed. But anyways, they got fired for playing it. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to, like, invite them on stage while he was performing at Duke University, bring them <laughs> out. And I think gave them like 20 grand each or something ridiculous while he was performing, get paid with them dancing to the song that they were not allowed to play. Play. And he's like, I'm sure the Dean or whoever the fuck fires you is going to see this. So get paid. (laughs) (laughs) He he did all of that. His his kids, apparently he, he, he purchased a foreclosed house every single year for his kids' birthdays. Wow. He has over a hundred properties. Wow. He owns all of his master's. There is, you know, I'm really, I'm not really happy. I'm glad that his kids and his family is set up in a way where like, mm. you know, a sudden death doesn't impact them financially. We're in like now right. the breadwinner's gone and they're just fucked. They're good, but they still lost a dad, yeah. a husband, uh, you know, a brother, whatever. Like yeah. uh, that's somebody very impactful and who knows what kind of good he was going to do with the trajectory he was on based off of all the shit he was doing like not everybody preaches own everything not everybody preaches buy up properties and shit like that but like for a dude like him for most people who probably wouldn't expect it to be a guy like him to be doing this shit yeah uh i i really have to commend him on that and i'm really sad that he's not gonna we're not gonna see what that end result would have looked like when we're seeing like 45 50 year old young Dolph. um where right. you know he He's, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't imagine ever wanting to, you know, I, I can't imagine the the thought process behind, you know, going and, and murdering somebody like that. And 
that's where I say it's just completely just systemic. And I can't imagine somebody being like happy and glorifying themselves after all of that. Nah. Yeah, it, it's nah. super systemic. Everything. It's just it's just a guinea pig cycle that we're just they're just in, especially in America as well, too. So someone's got to get up and just tell that break the cycle and just tell these people, get these people out of here, man. Like I'm just figure something out in that sense. But uh, what I'll say is like Dolph was always showing love to like athletes as well. He was just with Deion Sanders and his team and his HBCU team in Jackson that. State. That was, that, like, was lit. That was super lit. I literally could not stop playing 100 shots after that for like a week straight. <laughs> Still to this day, right? One of, my, one of my favorite tracks, honestly, one of my favorite tracks. I just love how it comes in because it, it does that same shit that like March Madness does where it like creeps up on yeah, you and you're yeah, like, oh yeah. shit, this is about to happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. No, he, no, he's definitely on his way, man. On his way. Um, and how many... How many artists were actually doing this? Like where they had they own their own masters that he not would a never signed a not deal. A lot, man. He was not one of the guys, right? He was yeah, adamant yeah. from the get-go. Like he could have got signed to Gucci, he could have got signed to Coach K, he could have got signed to everybody. Yeah. But he was adamant about like you know owning his shit, being in control. And he's been doing this shit from like from when he had he had money, mm-hmm. but he was spending a lot of it. On, on developing his brand and 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 actually you know building his platform like he literally would have concerts where i can't remember the dollar amount but whatever money he was making selling stuff he wasn't supposed to be selling right he i remember hearing that he would basically perform a show this is when he was not really known like he was a hometown hero type no mm. he would literally throw 10 grand on stage off the stage or some shit like that really Bruh, what yeah just throw it to the people <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph has been a man of the people. It's not like he got super rich and then turned around and said, okay, now it's go time. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. He's been just trying to empower and like, you know, set up like when he says paper out empire, he's really trying to, he was really trying to build something that yeah. would stick and stay. You know what I love about um, what that woman said? One thing she said, a lot of, a lot of gems, but to a lot of people listening, they may know Young Dolph. They may not. Like, you know, yeah. I know you a guys listen to him and, yeah. and a lot of people that don't. But she said he's a megastar. Like, she's looking. This is someone who's from his town. Like, think about that. Think about the impact that has, you know. when to her, that's like Drake died. That, that's, that's it. Like that's what I mean. What what I mean. Yeah. Like, so yeah. think about the impact this man was having on people's lives in that community. Right? She talks about the millions of dollars he's given away and put back into the community. Like, that, to me, has got to be the, the legacy that lives on. Yeah, the music and just his 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 give back. So so speaking about the the community. Sorry, you got you got, you want a point? I, I was just I don't know. You probably were going to preface this and say something, but it just begs the question for these rap these rappers, these artists that yes. are going back to the city. Yes, yes. Okay, so yeah. With that being said, I have yeah. a little boozy clip that oh, I man. think was like older than Young Dolph's death because he. I've heard this clip before, and it's and and I can't remember which rapper passed away. But I'm pretty sure Boozy was speaking about somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, here, let me play this clip and let me see what you guys think about it as far as like a rapper being in their hometown and living there. Also, I had haters out there. And, and it's always like that. Wherever you from, you will get hated the most. You know, most rappers die in their own city. man. It's a fact. And, um, you know, you have haters who who was in school with you and, and they mad because they was on. They was in that in that third grade class with you. But they don't have the same hustle as you. You know, they hate you for no reason. They hate you for, they hate you for your success. Mm. If you was a local rapper and you, and you didn't have much, they would love you. You know, and these people, you develop hatred in your own city. You know, if you go to, you go to Canada, you go to New York, 
you from Louisiana, you don't have hate, you don't have people want to hurt you because they don't know you. Yep, that's true. You know, they don't know you, and um, that's why I decided to move to Atlanta. You know, if, if I'm dealing with music, this is a place I need to be, you know. I'll so what do you guys have to say about, like, that the, the thought process? Like, you, you're you a, like, a megastar. We'll use the right, word right, megastar right, now. Right, right. Um, you're a megastar in your city. You make it, but you're from the slums. You're from nothing. Yeah. Do you stay? Do you, is it wise to stay? Is it unwise to stay? Man, I would say it, it, it is unwise to stay because everything Boosie said to me is facts. And you don't even have to be from the slums because we've seen this happen with people from our own city. We see this happen with Drake, <laughs> the amount mm-hmm. of people that, that hate on that man or hated on him. Um, you know what I mean? So I think it's one of those things, but if you are from, you know, the hood, you're from the gutter, like, yeah, you're, you're going to have a target on your head the entire time. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people gunning for you. So it takes a special type of person to stay within that community. Um, if it was me, I, I think I'm out. I'm going to give back. I'm going to show love, but I'm not laying my head there. I'm not living. I'm not laying my head there every night, man. Yeah. What about you? Never, never wear a Malvern hat again. If you say that. (laughs) 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 Pulling his Malvern (laughs) hat. Jeez. I pull all my credit. Mm. (laughs) Everything off. No, I, yeah, I think it's definitely unwise. Like once again, because of the systemic racism, because of the, the systemic barriers that we have within uh, the slums, or I even call it the hood, but just in the project side, right? So Nip, Young Dolph, going back to their hood, unfortunately, these people are actually envious, jealous, whatever it may be. They, they, they don't have the love, the internal love for themselves. They don't care. They have sense of it. They don't have love internally for themselves. Right? Mm-hmm. So they're projected on other people. And that's exactly what it is. These people are, you know, like, have no self-worth, right? And they, they it, this is just what it is. They, importantly, they, they just didn't experience too much love. And that's the reason why they're, super envious and want to kill these people. So I wouldn't know you leave, you go to LA. Why don't these guys go to LA go almost, somewhere else? I almost feel like yeah. there's like, aside from the envy, there's like some kind of pride in saying like, yo, I was a guy that did it. I feel like some of these right. people move like that. Like when pop smoke was got the man who did it was like kind of prideful about it. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know if it's like, I, 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 mean, aside, I don't know. I don't know what you really get out of it. I think people got to understand you don't get shit other than losing your fucking life one way or another. Well, that's it. But I also think it's too, like, it's, it's primal, man. Like, think about it. Like you go back to all throughout history. We, we talk about the person on the top. Everyone wants to come for that top spot at some level, whether it's financially, whether it's your actual life, like, People are gunning for you on the top. They want nothing more than to tear you down. So I, I think it. some of it's got to stem from that, too. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, if I take out, I got to take out the top dog and I'll become the top dog. But mm-hmm. no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's just, it just makes me think about Drake as well, too. Like, not coming from the hood, but becoming, like, the greatest, like, the artist of the decade right now. It's like the area he grew up in, right? It's not the slums, but at the same time, I guess people from our area aren't, like, as to envious, you kind of see it as like a point of pride that the fact that he made it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, people still hate him in the city, but like mm. it just kind of makes me wonder like why is he not being? I'm not trying to say that he wants to be targeted, it's, but it, no, he's uh, not because yeah. you you move a certain way. He literally moves yeah. like the president. Whatever, he's exactly. He's got a fleet of cars. He's got security, security, security. Yep. You got to move like that. But the moment that you start to say like this is my city, this is my hometown, I'm gonna go get some cookies by myself, and it's a problem. <laughs> And it it shouldn't be, though. We should be able to move freely in our cities, freely within our hometowns. Like, 
the fact that we can't that's a problem i say we but the fact that like people can't do that it's a problem man. Mm-hmm. yeah man, just it's just sad but stream his stuff because he owns everything so stream yes. his music stream yeah. everything man like just run it up man yeah and i will rp Dol- young Dolph. yeah Dolph Cole forever yeah that's yeah. just forever. the vibes um Brandon, thank you for joining us. You can you can duck out if you'd like to. Yeah, if you want. Like, <laughs> I really would like to keep yeah. you here, but I know you got places to be. No, let's, let's, let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it going. Screw it. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. No, he has a couple like drinks. That. He's like, these are my people. These are my people. These are my people, man. Um, I'm not let's gonna go. go. So another, right because we had a week off, um, yeah, yeah. there was a crazy headline also still sticking with music. Yeah, another tragedy that also did happen with uh, the Astro World concert uh, over in Houston. Uh, so so far, what we have like eight or nine deaths, and yeah. and then there's like two hundred people that were allegedly like injured or something like that. So yeah. um, apparently, right now, Travis Scott, Drake, Apple Music, and Live Nation, Live Nation are hit with a two billion dollar lawsuit. <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's um there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack there i don't know how you guys feel about everything that happened because that show looked like it sounded like hell it definitely sounded like hell and um to me it just seemed like now that we're you know all this stuff comes out after the fact but it's like there were so many red flags i hate that red flags but there's so many red flags Mm -hmm. why did this show still proceed you know um, mm. With all this stuff coming out, it seems, and, and all these experts and so-called festival experts are saying, well, you know, this this was a safety hazard. This this was flagged. Yeah. This shouldn't have happened. So then who gave it the green light to happen in the first? That's well, where my mind's apparently going. Apparently right they, they uh, had sat down with the chief of police or whatever beforehand and been like, yo, we know how you get down. Just cool it. Wow. <laughs> you know, right. we, that, that, like that apparently happened beforehand. Right. You can't tell someone like Travis Shaq. We went to a, a Travis Scott concert. That place is madness. We went he, to a he, Travis Scott concert and we didn't enjoy it together. Like I was by myself because yeah. it was just crazy. So I enjoyed the it concert was, by myself. Yeah, it was um, it was nuts, but he incites riots. But yeah, exactly. Like, so he encourages people. Like he, throughout his shows, he's always like rage, rage. Like wow. uh, he's always telling people to like break through the fucking fences, storm the gates. Fuck security, mosh. He's encouraging that shit. That's a regular Travis Scott show, and that's not a surprise. It's just that this time, the show was so big, and apparently, you know, people moved in the way that they moved, and, you know, they were soup as... They they moved as Travis probably kind of gave them the vibe to. Instructed, perhaps, (laughs) allegedly. And... uh, I don't know if they were understaffed because there were questions as far as like how many security guards and police people yeah. uh, were actually on site and where they were on site. Were they able to control? Like, I don't think you could ever like realistically, you can never control an entire a crowd. crowd. No, 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 no. Decide no. to go off. It's over. And the way they said it happened, too. So apparently there were like the two stages and two different areas. So Travis was performing on the main stage and everyone else was on a separate stage. And so when he was going up to perform, there was only like a half hour window and they had like a countdown. So people were rushing from that other stage. So that was the beginning of that shit. Just the rushing to go see Travis. Rushing. And you know how it is with concerts, man. We've all been to those concerts where the moment the main artist gets up, people start rushing and pushing each other to the front. So you can only imagine how it is when people are running from one stage to the next 
already knowing the type of vibe, the type of energy. You probably got the DJ spinning trash, getting people mad lit. And like, it's man, it's devastating, man. I want to ask you guys, did you ever watch the uh, Netflix documentary on it? Yeah, we did. I, I did. Yeah, yeah. So to me, that was eye-opening. I didn't know Travis had this effect on people, but like his fans. For the younger like, generation. Yeah, like they're younger, like, like I, yeah. Yeah. For us, I appreciated his music. He was lit like before the Astro World stuff. And I was like, oh, I like this guy. Like he's different. Yeah. He's fun. He's lit. But I wasn't like, yo, Travis saved my life. Yo, he got me through my depression. Like, I didn't right? get, I didn't know that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, damn, he's got that type of effect on people. So when you're telling me, like, he's telling people to do something and they're going to do it, mm-hmm. allegedly, like, yeah, I, I could believe that. Yeah, I understand. Like, he was in Fortnite. They had to pull him out of Fortnite as well, too. So the kids, that, yeah. all the kids love this guy, man. Like, younger kids, like kids in middle school. That's why his shows are all ages. Travis Scott. And I'm always like, yeah. his shows, uh, to me, it shouldn't Should be all be. ages. It's a money grab no. because he knows it'll show up. And, like, yeah, he has that impact on kids. But I don't know. The all ages thing is also what makes it weird because I'll be with my grown ass, and I'm not even that old, <laughs> standing next to, like, a 14-year-old that's out there by themselves. You know, depending on the venue, I'm in, I might be like lit, smoking yeah. a blunt, whatever. And you're just, you know, when I went to the show the last time, actually, I remember seeing a teenage girl crying because it was just crazy. And she just wanted to get out of it. Yeah. Like, oh that's that's something I saw with my own eyes. Damn. That was years ago. That was years ago. I had it. I felt like I had a heat stroke literally I mean, in that place. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was actually nuts. But the fact that there were young kids that were there. And unfortunately, young kids that actually did pass yeah, away yeah. due to what, yeah, due to what happened. It's very, very unfortunate. It's like, you know, there's a reason why a lot of these parents are weary about sending their kids to concerts. But mm-hmm. I think twice before going to a, a Travis Scott yeah, I concert. I saw like man. a nine-year-old passed away. Nine-year-old passed away, yeah. What, I, what, I've, what I've been wondering is like what the ripple effects of this will be to other festivals. Because you know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, moving forward, all these festivals are going to have to move differently, especially knowing that Live Nation's involved in these lawsuits, which runs pretty much all of these festivals in some way. They have some they have their hands in some uh, some way or another. So I just wonder what the future of festivals will look like, especially as we start coming out of this pandemic and, you know, people are out there again come the summertime in the city. Like, what's this going to look like? What's OVO going to look like? You know what I mean? I know OVO is not like world and the setup but the thing i think it's like the when you mentioned like the whole like two stage thing i think that yeah. they're just gonna have to figure out a better way to manage that like you can't I, maybe they just don't do those types of shows maybe it's just like one stage you guys are where you are and that's it you can't have people stampeding from one area to the next because that's what will happen when you say oh shit drake's over there yep mm-hmm. i've seen it at oshiega man like I, I went to oshiega back in 2014 and like literally you're on an island and the stages are set up on different parts of the island so you have one artist performing <laughs> on one side and you're like oh but i want to see this person they go on in like 15 20 minutes so you're literally running across running. Yeah, to try yeah. to catch your artist you know what i mean so i can only imagine and you push the people out of the way you're like, dash away, dash dash away. people into the into the sea bro <laughs> um do you think like so who who would you guys blame in this situation because as i mentioned Travis Scott, Drake, Apple Music, Live Nation, they were hit with that $2 billion lawsuit from 200 alleged victims of this festival. Jeez. I think the onus has to go on Travis and his, his team, honestly, because like they, they were consulted by, by authorities prior, I think, a few times, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna, that onus has to be put on him. And the onus, a lot, he's getting a lot of flack for even continued to sing when he saw a kid literally passed out on the ground too i don't know if you guys saw that clip i'm iffy i'm iffy on it 
Right. Because I'm not sure. Like, I, I've never obviously it, been you know? in that situation. Exactly. So right. I don't know if he saw. I've heard, like, multiple stories where it's like some people are saying that, like, he actually stopped in moments where people, you know, things were getting crazy. But I don't know. And I also can't imagine being able to look out into that crowd and be able to pinpoint and be like, oh, shit, that's a dude on the floor. I can't. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. I, 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 I feel the same way. I think it's at first I was not wanting to blame Travis and his team. But as more details come out, I think the onus need, really needs oh. to be on on them. Um, I look at, I see Drake tossed in there. I don't know. I like Drake that was one's like kind of like bag. a money bet. A, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. just was yeah. performing. He was just there. He just right. showed up. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I, I really think this has to go on the promoters. It has to go on the the organizers of the event. Um, even law enforcement's got to play a part in this too. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's gonna be bad, <laughs> but we'll see. I think, that, like I said, this is gonna have long-lasting ripple effects across the music industry for sure. Yeah, you exactly. think you think Travis Scott goes behind, you know, Kylie? I saw a meme goes behind Kylie and be like, "Hey, you want to help me?" And she's like, "Okay, grab my purse." <laughs> I literally saw somebody said that under this yeah. post. Is that why you said that? You saw that on Instagram or some shit? I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was I, hilarious. I will say, I think, I think Astroworld might have united. And brought an end to the feud of Drake and Kanye. You think that's what did it, or I was it Jay Prince? Because Jay Prince, well, I think it's both. Solves all problems. Both. I think it's both. I think they realize intimidator. I'm telling you, yeah. like, <laughs> this man, this guy, this guy's standing just, next to Kanye like he like he's in trouble. <laughs> right? He's on punishment. No, <laughs> how does the he principle. have so much power? That's what I need to know. Like how he has so much weight in the industry. Because it's not Don't the ask. first time, bro. Don't ask. Yeah. You asked that you, 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 Jay Prince might touch you and be like, "Yo, shut the fuck up!" But he won't even touch you. <laughs> somebody else. Someone else. Someone else is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They come to the hood, but um, no, I, I really yeah. think like they probably saw, you know, um, and realized, "Yo, life is short. What are we doing? Why are we beefing over this nonsense?" Oh, I watched both the uh, Drink Champ interviews with Kanye. Yeah. Um, crazy. I like listen. I want everybody who has an opinion, like a strong opinion and anybody who doesn't know shit about Kanye to watch that interview because his brain works different. Yeah. He's actually all there. I think, I don't think he's that crazy person that people cut him out to be. I think he, he straight up was saying the moment you say similar to what Dave Chappelle said on stage before, yeah. The moment you call somebody crazy is dismissive because it just like throws out anything they got to say. It doesn't, it just disqualifies it. Mm, so he's he was just very lucid about that he's like you don't think that like um kim or i we don't have plants around us whether it be uh, a publicist whether it be a nanny that are trying to like get in our ears about like oh kanye crazy oh you should do this oh this this, isn't that like he's just very like he he was talking on a high level about a lot of things. Damn. And I'm just gonna say it was a really good eye-opening interview for a man like me who was not a big Kanye fan. Yeah, ever. I was about to say, ever. yeah. Never. Now Never I like I'm just a fan of like his mind. Mm. Oh wow. Like this guy was saying some stuff. Don't look at just the clips because the clips right. are just, yeah, they're cool. Some of them are great. Some of them are like, yeah, he, he was saying shit about Big Sean and we talked about it the last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. That's not even because like what I took about what I took from that interview was like one of Kanye's flaws as a human being is that he's got a gigantic ego. He is his ego is insane. Mm -hmm. Aside from that, there's a ton of genius and a lot of bars and facts and 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 thoughts worth 
thinking listening about yeah. and listening about and listening to. So, uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure I communicated that to the people and you guys because that those interviews were were, were great. And I'm happy. And and to your point about the Drake and the Kanye thing, he throughout the interviews, he said, "I never really had a. I don't have a problem with Drake. I like Drake. I love his music." Mm-hmm. But I have a problem with him basically alluding to saying he fucked Kim or like, and right. he didn't, and like you know, the, he he called their beef. This is just professional rap. It's like wrestling. Yeah, I, I remember hearing. You know what I mean? I so yeah. I was like, oh shit, this these, you know, he we all thought that he thought he did something profound by sharing Drake's address. He said, I only did it because it was Googleable. I, I wouldn't have done that shit otherwise. Like, everybody got it. At that point, I also, yesterday, I started Googling people's addresses. <laughs> Wait, what? I know where. Who'd you get? So I know where Drake lives. I know his LA house. I know where uh, Chris Brown lives. Ask me anybody. I can find it. It's very easy. You can find it. The question it's is, nuts. are you pulling up? Because you in LA right now. Are you, you pulling up? up? Well, I heard Chris Brown has a great party. So, um, but you light skinned and he light skinned. So it's not going to work. I will not have a dance off with that guy. I, I'll, I'll look like I'll look like Drake and no guidance. But yeah, I, I, I and then so I was really happy to see Kanye pull up to the NBC yes. with Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> that was crazy. That blew my mind, bro. What a house. What a house. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Jay Prince, Dave Chappelle, Drake, Kanye, etc. Sounds like a bad joke. Like you know, it's like three guys walk into a bar. Like that's with the way with the way Kanye talks. He's always like, "Yo, so I was sitting there eating dinner with Oprah next to Elon, and I said to Walt Disney, who's frozen in the corner, like." <laughs> so the clip, the clip of Drake and Kanye when he's playing Night Talk in the background. It just yeah. remind me of Pat. He's just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That's yeah, Kanye yeah, was party. on his drunk Pat shit. And then <laughs> yeah. Light Skin Shack came through, just gave a little <laughs> one of these and walked away. <laughs> That's literally me at every function. <laughs> that was a not with the hype. That was a not with the hype link up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's so killed good. me. That's so oh, good. man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what do you guys think about the, the, the Drake and Kanye reunion? Does it mean anything? Does it mean nothing? Do we care? Is it like, what? Whatever. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. Like, I don't care. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, if you really listen to, there was really a beat. Like people were saying, Dondo over CLB, CLB over Donda. This all this foolishness. It was exciting. Rap. Uh, it was like, rap, and, man. And yeah. give Kanye his flowers for putting the same kind of thing. You know, with the same thing he did with uh, Get Rich or Dry Trying, I believe. Um, and no, him it was graduation. Uh, no, no, it was no. the massacre. Oh my goodness, massacre. the massacre, the massacre, and it was graduation. Yes. 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 It was a graduation. Uh, or, or eight, weeks, eight weeks of heartbreak. Sorry. It's eight weeks of heartbreak. Sorry. Yeah. That's it. Having oh, that, no. Yeah. It was eight weeks. I don't think it was. It was graduation. Mm, it was. Gra- yes. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing all the, the yellow, the polos yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and stuff. You're right. You're right. But the fact that he did that like a decade ago, even longer than that. Yeah. And now he's still doing it. Yo, give him his flowers, man. He's able to kind of create these WWE matchups, this, you know, cage matchups in hip hop. Shout he's, out to him, man. He's a super <laughs> he's still villain. doing it. Yeah, <laughs> he literally is. That haircut is wild, though. It's, it's, I yeah, love uh, the story passion. about the haircut, though. You guys have to watch the interview because to I me, I look it. at that haircut and I'm like, mm-hmm. do it. Like I have no, pro- I have no qualms mm-hmm. with Kanye's haircut now. 
Damn, so we can't call right. him scab ass. What was it? Scab ass boy? Scab ass head boy. Scab head ass boy. Scab head ass. God damn. Well, what he um, said about Big Sean, that's foul, man. He put that was Big just Sean random. That was all ego. Who gives a fuck about okay. that? Like, literally okay. skip past that. It doesn't matter. What, um, what I want to know is, like, if they go back to actually making songs together, I'll be, bro. That's what I want. That would be. That's what. And so temperamental that I can imagine that Big Sean will be like, yeah, whatever. You said that shit, but like, whatever. No, 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 not Big Sean. No, Drake. Oh, Drake and Kanye. I feel like it'll happen. I'm not like people are like, oh, here comes a joint project. Oh hell no! Pump your fucking horses. That is not gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. (laughs) Not gonna. They both have massive egos. They're both mass. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're both really competitive. I I think they 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 started working on that. If they started working on that, that's a project that just never gets finished. Yo, honestly, yeah, honestly that's so true. <laughs> until Pusha T releases <laughs> it. Yeah. Um <laughs> I I wanted to um I wanted to go back to this um moment that happened a few weeks ago. Right. The internet went crazy for a minute because everybody was convinced that Joe Budden came out as bisexual. Mm. It it like so I was like, what? He and if you listen to his pod, he like basically jokes about coming out in like 2022 or 2023 he's like oh it's gonna it's gonna happen yeah right. it's, you know because he says like some shit that's like pause worthy yeah i'll yeah, say yeah. pause worthy i'm not gonna say gay because i don't think he's actually gay maybe no. but i don't nothing has show, shown me that like de- definitively this guy is on the rainbow spectrum mm-hmm. right so um a clip came out the clip ended where one of his co-hosts said something that like to me because i didn't listen to that episode at the time it sounded like oh shit that's not a finished thought it sounded like joe was speaking from the perspective of somebody else Mm. but everybody's running with this narrative and then joe being the troll and the person that doesn't give a fuck about what anybody thinks said oh y'all y'all saw that shit run it up tell everybody he didn't care he's like yeah he was trolling yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um then I listened to his episode and this guy's playing all those coming out songs and like all the, all the songs that's popping in the gay community. He's Nas rolling X. with it saying, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm expanding our audience, <laughs> you know, he's doing all the most, but then, you know, he, I listened to the episode literally did not come out. Here's the actual full clip. I'm by fuck. Okay. It's okay. Now you got okay. He got okay. How do I spread this news? How do I spread the word? I think you got to call the CEO. Yo, yeah, you listen. Gotta, you gotta make sure it's okay. I like guys and girls. Spread the word. I'm down. Remember, this was the I've first time he returned to the. So that was the end of the clip, mm. and that's what every that's where everybody was saw. convinced that he was gay, right? Mm-hmm. Bisexual. Sorry, right. So here's the the rest of that clip. Oh, sorry, no, they, they didn't even have the rest of the clip. I just listened no. to it, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, his 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 tweet response was ah. I see the word got out. Continue to spread the word, please. Mm-hmm. He was basically speaking about oh, the babies. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was speaking about the babies rolling loud situation yes. and about like uh, the CEO of I can't remember what organization of the yeah. LGBTQ. Yeah. I don't know. It was just basically they they said you're allowed to to operate the baby, right? Uh, and they were speaking about that. You're allowed to operate. <laughs> So, it was literally they, they, was like, they no, lifted the band and as soon as they lifted <laughs> yeah. the band he dropped the project put out a music video yep. and started performing yep. immediately yep so joe was just talking about that yeah it was a clip 
where even the, the clip ends where it sounds like they were talking about something. I know Joe said, and when he speaks, it sounds like he's punctuating. He's saying that shit with emphasis where he's like, I don't know how to say this. I'm bisexual now. Now somebody's going to take that clip and say that Shaq's coming yeah, out. Now Shaq, hey. Are you, yeah, like, <laughs> it's a safe space. Um, so that, I don't know. I, 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 heard, I heard that and saw that clip before I even listened to the podcast right. and was like, oh, he's not actually bi. It just kind of angered me with the way that we, not angered me, but like it irks me because it does from time to time the fact that we just take a clip out of context yeah. and all of a sudden that's just the word. See, but I thought people knew he was trolling. Like, I didn't see it get much traction. I thought people realized he was... On my timeline, crazy. people were going off. They're like, wow. I knew he was gay. Um, I can't remember which artist. There's a couple people. Like, Joe was explaining in the next episode that came out after. He's like, yo, my line was busy. Wow, people were dude. saying, I knew it. People were saying, you could have told me or gave me a warning. People <laughs> took that shit serious. Yeah, wow. that is he's like wild. people are consoling me. He's like, yeah. you tell me now. Yeah. Yeah, I was be happy about it. He's like, Yo, he's like, so he, he, he said, he said, I had an ex from the, the from the angel dust days. I said, you know, I always knew he was a little. So congratulations, to him. <laughs> and he's like, anything from those days don't count. Okay. <laughs> it's a different time. Yo, but it's so wild that it's so wild how people just run with a you know a little clip. Narrative. There's no context, yeah, a, little, a little, little narrative, and that's it. But it's also it's also kind of crazy to me to go back to his point, like Joe's point about the baby, like literally the band's lifted. He's out there. He's free now. Yeah. Like, how do they have that much power? How does any organization know that much power? power like that? That is wild. To me. Yeah. But the baby's fumbling it again anyway. So I'm not going to talk about it. I, I, I actually one, refuse but. to talk about. Is it Danny Lay? Yeah. Danny Lay. Danny Fuck Lay, them yeah, both. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry that she got in with a man that she didn't know yeah. because apparently he just seems like a piece of shit type of dude to date, period. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can sorry I, can you joined the, 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 the mess. What, what do you got to say? No, just a PSA. Okay, PSA. go for it. Go for it. Go all right. For it. So I got a PSA to all the, all the single people out there and people acting like they're single. Mm-hmm. Be careful where you plant your seed, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Ladies, be careful who you let bust a nut in you because... It's an evil world we live in. And that's it. I'm gonna just leave it. At <laughs> Yo, I I see I see nightmares. You have to be really careful, man. Please, please, everyone. I vouch for you. Please do not ruin a lot in real life. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, uh, that that's all that situation is. And everybody wants an opinion. They all want to talk about it. I just don't think it's worth the conversation. It's not worth our breath. Nah. It's not. There's a lot more. There's a lot more going on. Yeah. If you're talking about the Danny Lay interview, that Danny Lay live with the baby, and you haven't seen the Kanye interview, that's just one. And that's not even like the most important thing in the world. I'm just right, saying exactly, exactly. there are better headlines and better things to to waste your time on. Yeah. So don't waste your time on that whole Danny Lay the baby nonsense. Fuck that. Whenever I see the baby news, I just scroll past it. Go past it. I'm just done. Go past it. Yeah. Like Monopoly. I'm going past past it. Yeah. Um, There's no point. There was, um, to me, some upsetting news. It wasn't really upsetting. It was just kind of, I wanted to fight these interviewers. Oh? You guys saw that interview with White Yardy and and them uh, UK people? No. I, I didn't see a clip. I didn't get through the entire thing. He said, "What? No, white can be." Oh my you? god! Okay, yeah, so basically, they're trying to like drill this guy, like they're talking to Chet Hanks and being like, "So, do you consider yourself part of black culture? And when did you decide to be Jamaican?" 
Sorry, what? all this shit. So let me play the clip because it, it does anger me a little bit. I won't play the whole thing because I could play this whole four minute interview. You are a uh, part of black culture. I be- believe I'm a part of the Jamaican culture. Okay. okay. What's the difference to you? Mm. The difference to me is that what is the black culture, you cannot just define black culture as black culture because it, 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 it varies. I relate with the Jamaican culture because it's a culture that I grew up in. You know, we have black British culture. So that's a different thing. But to me, black British culture is a merge of like Jamaican, Caribbean and, and Africa and England together. Mm. That, that, that makes the black British culture. That's what I would say. Mm. But I cannot define in one sentence to say, this is black culture because it's. Can I scary. ask a quick question? Of course. Um, when did you decide that you were Jamaican? Was what it when you came back over here? Was it when someone asked you? Like, was there an experience where you just felt I identify as a Jamaican man? Let me explain to you. Yeah? And I don't know if I've ever said this on an interview anywhere yet, but my mother before me, she um, had a miscarriage. So when she was pregnant with me, she could have gave birth to me in Jamaica. Right. But where we lived, the hospitals weren't great. So obviously she has that opportunity to leave. Once she had me and did the checks, three months on a plane back to Jamaica. So from there until what I know has been that. So I, it's not like I wake up one day and say, oh, five-year-old, I want to be Jamaican. <laughs> oh, 10-year-old, I think I'm Jamaican. 12-year-old, okay, cool. I'm definitely Jamaican. Yeah. It's just what's inside, you understand what I mean, brother? To call yourself a Jamaican, that's, that's interesting. Um, because you said that you weren't born there, but I guess if the community to which you kind of were raised in, which is Jamaica, obviously, if they've embraced you, the large swabs of them and stuff, and if you've got citizenship, I don't know if you have, but yeah, from where I come... Uh, Harry, do you have a Jamaican passport? Yes, I do. So, oh. so this is, that's, I, I find it interesting as well because how do you decide why you are the, I'm from Jamaica, my parents, well, my grandparents are from Jamaica, yeah. my dad's born there, my mum was born here. You probably would know more about Jamaica than me, just because I'm black now. No one, if I said I'm Jamaican, no one's going to question me. It is, yeah, you're just yeah, Jamaican. Exactly. But you probably know how to cook yard food. You know how to do all That's of that life. better than me. So then who, um, who are we to tell him, actually, no, you're not Jamaican, just because he the, is his wife? I went to school in Jamaica, so... When people are, um, when, when people here are talking about, oh, you can't, you cannot represent the culture, you're not from Jamaica, you're not this, like that, you know nothing about the black culture. And I'm like, you were born here, you were raised here, you went to school here. That means if you went to school for like, how, how, what's it, what, how long do you go to school when you're here? Like what? Too long. <laughs> how many years? Just say that, like 12 years oh, or something. Yeah, about that, yeah, yeah. So 14 years. Realistically, they only taught you, what, 14 months of black history. Mm. My whole schooling was black history. So I learned everything about the culture. So what- Bars. Facts there. Facts you know there. what, That's like, cool. shot sound for White Yardy and the air horn. Applause <laughs> for not like reaching over and like fighting everybody. Yo, trust. I would have yeah. had to strangle a man the way that they're talking to this guy like he's Chet Hanks. Trust. trust oh me. my gosh, the disrespect. That, that was, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like that, that's really bad journalism, right? <laughs> well, Max, right? Yeah, that's bad journalism. Yeah, yeah don't absolutely. teach the kids that. Don't send that to your kids that. as an example. <laughs> Come on now. No, that's man. awful. That's really bad. That's uh, so wild. I love the way he answered those questions, though, man. Like that's that's legit the truth. Like the way you can't define black culture. You know what I mean? Like that's it's not it's not a monolith. Like you know what I mean? We're made up of so many different. Uh, backgrounds and so many different cultural experiences like yeah 
they tried to trap him with that. And I just love the way he came back and responded with that. Say like, yeah. he knows Jamaican culture. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, I, I, sorry, let me just really quickly. I don't know how these people pass journalism school altogether. Cause I thought, listening to that clip, I was like, okay, I'm going to hate this yardie. Wait, listening to him, like, yo, I respect him way more than the question. Oh, White Yardy's a Jamaican that, man, period. That's a, not, like, 100%. First off, I don't need to qualify. I can just hear his, <laughs> I can hear him. You yeah. hear him, exactly. He's not faking this. This is nah, who he nah. is. Nah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, in a sense, that's wild, man. That's wild. Because when you have a lot of Asians back there, you have a lot of brown people in Jamaica. You have, like, you have everything in Jamaica. Those are Jamaicans, right? Like, Oh, it's a diverse say, country, man. People don't they literally that. say of yeah. many people, many. one people. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what they say. Yes, exactly. That's on yes. the coat of arms. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The disrespect. That's ignorance. Wow. Those in- that's mad ignorance out of those interviewers. Absolutely. Let's take over their show. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Reverse racism. <laughs> I want to be safe when I say these things, but yeah, that's kind of what you look Stupid. at it. Guys. Oh, man. oh um, man, I uh, have a, a question from. Uh, I have a question, and right. it's not mine, but it's a valuable one because I remember when I was younger. Mm-hmm. When we were all younger, we all had to encounter this, whether we were the stinky ones or somebody else around us was. Jeez, this is like the puberty times. But I'm sure this question, I want this question to apply to us as adults. So here, here's the, uh, here's the question. I'm just here thinking to myself and I'm like, yo, <laughs> how do you, how do you tell one of your friends that they stink? How do you go about doing that? How do you tell your, your friend that they have a bad odor? Oh man, do you guys remember those days? Yeah, <laughs> yo, kids are yeah, mean, man. man. Kids are mean, yo. I'll tell you my <laughs> my uh, experience with the, with kids that have bad odor. I was playing. Uh, this was back when I was playing Jamba, or and, and uh, one of the kids. He, uh, I think he was on the younger team. He was on Malik's team. He going through puberty. He must have been like twelve or thirteen years old. Reeked. You're playing basketball, and he's like. Wearing the same shit, like not washing the clothes either. So all of it, there's a bad combo. The team manager just showed up with um, 15 sticks of speed stick. and just gave one to everybody. Okay. How do you tell your homie? Yeah. You're, we're, we're, we're all 30 plus. Yeah. Are you 30 yet, Brandon? Yeah, you're 30. I'm 30. Yeah, yeah, you're 30, I'm 30 now. That's enough. Yeah. We're all now 30, 30 plus. <laughs> How do you tell your 30-year-old homie like, yo, bro, what's good? Did you forget something today? <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, yeah it, this is this is a really tricky subject this is something i used to tell people back in like when i was younger i'm like yo like go take a shower it, 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 that's what i used to say when i was younger but like there was definitely one guy who went to high school i don't know how you say it to a 30 year old though that's a different story, that's the thing bro. like by now you it's should re- know yeah oh, bro where'd you come yeah. from you come from the gym yeah mm. yeah bro because you, you, yeah. you, I think I, I, I would probably want them to be forthcoming with the information, the details, and be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, bro, I forgot my speed stick. I need to take a shower." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want them to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that's maybe, the one way you say it. Maybe it's go one of those back. things you just got to pull them to the side and be like, "Yo, yo, man, let me just holler at you real quick." Like, yeah, yeah. 
Go to it depends run, how run, bad run, in the situation. Just run to the shoppers. Run to shoppers. Nice get club, some wet wipes. Get some baby wipes. Yeah. Oh shit. They wipe oh. them. That's not intentional. No, no. But okay. Bad. How about this? You at the bar. You at. You're at. What's what's, what's a popping bar in Toronto nowadays? What's what? Where where are they doing it at? Where, where are they at now? Yo, that's a great question. When people are doing dog and bear. <laughs> Not dog and bear. Nah, that's not a popular place. Why would you say that, please? That's not a popular place. That's the first. That's the first. That's the first word. Okay, how about this? How about this? Uh, EFS. I don't know. People still EFS. definitely go to EFS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. you're at EFS. Lavelle. That's a good Lavelle. one. Wow, there you Lavelle's go. Lavelle's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck Lavelle, but we'll talk about Lavelle. So you're at Lavelle. You're on that that rooftop pool bar, whatever yeah. the fuck. Beautiful people. We're all dressed nice, looking nice. Mm. But your homie comes through. He daps you. You're like, ah, ah, good to see you, homie. But he smells like total bo. There is a there is a shoppers nearby. If you're wondering, there is there is there, there is, is. there is a shoppers is. nearby. There's actually a dollar store, so I think even better. So you're safe. Yeah, you can save money too. I think, I think passing the pull out that that pull out that towel from the back pocket. You're like, yo, go wipe yourself off, fam. No, nah, what is it? Called? <laughs> you need yo, soap and water. Yo, yo, go, go put some soap on this towel. I'm gonna sacrifice my my, my towel. For my you. towel, my one good towel. My one good towel. My one good no, towel. I feel like Patrick, you come out with like a spare towel. What sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> if, it, if it's really hot, there's yeah. two. There's one in each pocket. You're gonna, but <laughs> you're gonna ask the washerman to give you extra. I was extra just about towel. to say. <laughs> I was just about oh to say God. that, bro. You gotta talk to the man in the bathroom, bro. You gotta have that man just nice you with like that's how- when you finally tip him. <laughs> you finally tip the man. You're like, this is you know, I've been wondering what your purpose was my entire life, but you finally came through. You know, I didn't need those mints, I didn't need damn cologne. But guess what? Today I need the axe body spray. Today the cologne, I need the cologne, the mint. And that, that bar of soap that you just so happen to have for some odd reason. Yo, you thought you were drinking tonight? Nah, your money's being spent. <laughs> money's being spent tipping that That's, That's so dumb. Oh, <laughs> man. But... My bar run, yo. Fat, go home. I yo, honestly, you honestly, guys... you got to tell them, bro. I think the worst is like, we're at the age now where it's like, yo, if you got something in your nose, you got something in your teeth, if your breath mm. stinks, like, just... Just but let like, people know. You got to let people know. The homies are good like that now. I see people yeah. do this all the time. Sometimes it means they want to do something with the nose that's like, right. you know, yeah. not Pepsi. Yeah. But it also means get that shit up. You know, yeah. Homie. Yeah. 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 And one thing that's one thing that's huge, too. I was in a Foot Locker not too long ago. And uh, one of the Foot Locker employees, Black Dude. Chopper's World? He's like, no, this is that Ramley City Center. He just looked at me. He's like, yo, uh, your hair. I'm like. He's like, you come here. He just like took this up. I'm like, my guy, my guy. Black people look out for each other, you know. What no, I'm I went to a party, uh, and uh, it was a day party out here. Mm. And this dude, um, me and this girl that we were, we were just talking, having a chat or whatever, and we both saw this dude walk in, and he had like uh, his tag hanging off his shirt. Mm. And I looked at her. I was like, how do we do this? I feel like you should do it because I don't want to be a strange dude. That it might be seen as hating. I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, I told yeah. her, and she's like, "No, I got this." So she went like whispered in his ear, gave him a hug, whatever, whispered in his ear, and then he turned over. He's like, "Thank you guys so much." I think he was a doctor. He's like, "I just bought this shirt. Yeah. Appreciate you guys." <laughs> <Man>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look out for each other, man. Nah, definitely, definitely. As as someone who like who sweats a lot, I definitely know like. You gotta walk. You gotta be be prepared, man. Walk with your supplies yeah. that you need, man. 
Walk with yeah. your baby whites. Walk, walk with your antiperspirant, your deodorant, whatever yeah. it is, man. Bro, when I went to Mark Anthony's wedding, his uncle, not before the wedding, I've been to another wedding where he was there. His uncle brings like four or five spare shirts. He sweats through them. Yeah. He wears them all. Yeah. I'm like, what? So you got like four shirts just pressed in your car, just ready to go? He's like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Yo, hey. yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Right on, bud. <laughs> what? Oh, I've man. never heard that. That guy's money. What? So, Patrick, instead of rags, yeah, you might want to think about just extra shirts, extra shirts in the car, extra shirts in the car. But if you don't always drive, it's tough. That's a hard word. Word. Think about it. Maybe, maybe you just layer up. Yeah. Tearaways. <laughs> Tearaway drip. Tearaway shirt. Tearaway drip. I like it. My thing is like, are you telling that guy, be like, yo, you gotta, it's time for a change. Like, you know, time out number one. Like, yeah. are you telling him straight up? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you you to be self aware? I'm just thinking about that. That's what you just call a 30, process, man. 30 second timeout or timeout. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> you guys are stupid. Ew, 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 why'd you do that under the armpits? That, 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 that's full, full leg timeout. Full leg timeout. <laughs> full leg timeout. Right? Challenge, challenge a play. Challenge a play. You, gotta go you, don't do, you don't do this in real basketball. It's just NBA, man. It, oh, that's true. Is that true? So that's, that's not real. When, when have you seen? <laughs> no, real. it's not real basketball. No, I, no, saw guy, I saw a guy cross a dude yesterday. I can't even remember who it was, but he passed the ball from left to right and then dropped it on the court. Like He literally double dribbled. Right. I think it was on Cleveland right. or something. I can't remember. Happened yesterday. Darius Garland. Yes. Yes. He literally yes. double dribbled, yeah. but he fucked that guy up. I had to rewatch it. I was like, there's no way. This guy had an advantage for sure. <laughs> and yeah, he did. So he call it. that's not real basketball. That's like that's that's play basketball. That's like that's like a movie production. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, bro. It's all scripted. Right, but well, let me let me not say too much about like you know my People yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, by. yeah, that's not. Um, <laughs> anybody, any last uh, topics before we get out of here? Cryptorina? No. Cryptorina? Um, yeah, yo, it's going to Cryptorina. It's Cryptorina. It's Cryptorina. Oh, Cryptorina. 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 That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's supposed to be on Christmas. Christmas Day, oh, man. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'll, I'll be over there for the last few days of the Staples Center Jeez. before it becomes the crypto.com uh, stadium or something like that. Yeah. 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 Staples was such a staple, though. You know, I don't know why. How's they, that Kobe build, man? That. I think people are like man. they're they're like so nostalgic about it or whatever. Like, how could they? But like, Staples Center wasn't always like that. Was that's a no? It was, it was. sponsorship. Oh, I guess it was. But like, that's a that's a they they pay for the name. They didn't pay for, to build the stadium. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. But you, I don't know, man. These things are like it means near a lot and dear to, to our hearts. No, it is. It is. Yeah. I remember when Skydome changed to Rogers Center. Our Rogers Center. like bought the they bought the team. They they changed, they bought the rights to it. That meant something to me. Like I still Ooh, but have a hard time. I haven't heard somebody say Air Canada Center in a very long time. Yeah, you, you over 3 years, 3 years it becomes I hear people like, say Scotiabank People say SBA. I was like, what's SBA? Scotiabank Arena. I think Scarborough Basketball Association. So did I. But maybe that, maybe that's maybe that's just like since I started working there, they're like SBA. I'm like, oh, we work with SBA? That's crazy. I, don't, that's no, I didn't what? typically fuck with them, but like, but all right. The blues? The blues? Yeah, fuck the blues. <laughs> a man like Sticks calls it Big Bank Arena. So Big Bank, Big Bank yeah. Arena. Yeah, I like call it the ATM. Yeah. Some people call it the ATM. Jack, Jack calls it the ATM. That's okay. a that's pretty cool. That's I like cool. it. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. But I, I'm not tied like emotionally to any of these places. Like it just 
their arenas. I I guess it's just I miss the days when like corporations did not own, own everything. Yeah, their names <laughs> literally like yeah. you could go by anywhere. It's just like this and this sponsored by or brought yeah. to you by like. Nah, what happened to creativity on like actually coming up with a name of somewhere? You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah man. Well, even gone are those days. Easy. Like they're just gonna be even more and more sponsorships because if you if you haven't noticed, like since like when COVID happened, the Raptors weren't playing where they were. Um, so they started like doing like hologram projections onto the court mm-hmm. to to like advertise. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The Raptors are back home, and guess what? They're still, still doing. doing. I know. They're still doing it when they're away. That's why you still <laughs> see like local advertisers on Portland's yep. court. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, following soccer's lead, man. Soccer's been doing this from what? I was gonna say the jump, but like if you watch any yeah, European is- soccer, man, all the jerseys are covered in different company. Logos. Everything is sponsored, mm-hmm. and like sponsored. You said I. I literally work in the department that works with. Like it's only brands that I work with, so I, wow. I, everything is everything's for sale. Everything's for sale. It's crazy. Like constantly for sale. Like this is exactly. up. If We're I if I came sale. up with yeah, if I came up with a dope uh content series idea, they'd be like, that's amazing, awesome. Maybe the Raptors brand can own it, but we could sell it to a partner and make some bank off. Uh, make some yeah. bank. And now off. it'll oh, be okay. Modelo Beers presents <laughs> the Raptors. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Insider. Blah blah blah. That's it's like beers have nothing to do. I'm only <laughs> saying because I'm seeing Modelo right here. Modelo. Yeah. Um, okay. We support that. We support that. Keep, keep saying it. For yeah. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what's crazy to me though? It's like people are for sale. I remember when I was in grade like seven. Like, Sorry, I didn't. Need, he didn't need to talk. No, but I remember like when I was in grade, grade seven. <laughs> well, like I've seen people now driving around in cars with their sponsorship. So you basically get paid. People have personal like vehicle LED screens to have the LED. Over. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I saw someone with the sandals. I thought they worked for sandals. I'm like, oh, like I made a joke. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like it must be so great to work for sandals. He's like, I don't work for them. I just, just get paid. Me get to, cash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, damn. So his whole car is wrapped in sandals. Like the Sandals yeah. Resort yeah. Company, I'm like that is crazy, bro. Yeah, everything. I'm, I'm about to tap my face. That's gonna be like, I don't know what brand do you think works. With wait, wait. How much? How much are you? How much do you think you get for your face? Face tap? That's it's got to be. That's passive income. That's not a okay. one time deal. Not, that's, that's not like, one time. Okay. I need like fifty grand a year minimum. And then every time it gets photographed, can you that's work bonuses. Like, that's so like, yeah. Modelo. <laughs> Modelo. Yo, I faced that right here. Look at Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Oh, <laughs> What's it going on? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Sell your really soul. Nasty. Nah, no yeah, thanks. No. Um, but this was fun, man. Yes, uh, appreciate you again for for joining us, uh, Brandon. Uh, out of your busy day, I hope you can still have the night that you're you're seeking to have. We we hope we hope, but if it doesn't happen, life goes on, right? Life hey, goes on. Hey. Rest in peace to to Young Dolph once again. Exactly, man. exactly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The world generous speaking. Yes, yes, yes. Appreciate y'all. Make sure you follow your boy Patrick Dennis Jr. on all socials. Brampton's finest. finest, finest, finest. Yeah, it's an honor again. I have so much fun, of course, being with my guys. Uh, but yeah, you can follow up at Graham underscore JB on Twitter and G underscore JB on Instagram. I'm not don't, creative. Don't forget the <laughs> underscores. Don't forget the underscores. Don't forget the underscores. Yo, yes, yo, yes, yo. on everything, bro. Just hit me. You guys know where I'm at. Yo, what? Yeah. What? 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 What you gotta say? I, I wanna, I wanna cartoon picture just like yours on Instagram. 
a cartoon. A cartoon is big. Yo, that shit's been there for like a like minute. It's been in there forever. Yeah. That was like Malik V1. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire, man. <laughs> Who made that? That's